So, carrying on from our conversation yesterday regarding social media managers, I'd like to look at another question, which is directly tied into what we answered yesterday about the role of the social media manager and whether it is their job to make sure that they bring in sales. So today's question that I'd like to tackle is whether the social media manager has the power to make a client pay. And this is me just riffing off of a question that I saw um, on Instagram. And so I think it's an interesting question for us to tackle here on the forum because there are a number of us who uh, try to boost our businesses by using um, very capable social media managers at that um, uh, might I add, because I've seen people who try to manage their Instagram handles by themselves, wedding planners, uh, photographers, what have you, and uh, just bringing in someone into the mix whose sole responsibility is to make sure that um, posts are visible and properly engage with. I've seen the difference that it can make as far as visibility is concerned. But of course, you know, I don't have access to the back-end function, so I don't know how profitable those relationships are. In other words, I don't know for sure if bringing in a social media manager means that your profits uh, jump um, immediately. But I guess there is some tension with um, out there with uh, social media man managers and their employers about the expectations. And it's something that I can talk to firsthand because I have a relative who got employed as a social media manager for... Um, an outfit in Abuja, uh, an eatery, and um, she got the sack uh, in less than a month. And I think that these were some of the tensions um, behind uh, the whole thing. So can a social media manager, do they have the power to make your client pay? And the answer to the question is no. But then again, does anyone have the power to make a client pay? And the answer is also no. You cannot compel a client to pay, but you can use proper sales disciplines and sales techniques while you are in the conversation to make sure that you are dealing with someone who not only has a need, but most likely is able to pay for your product or your service in the first place. So that should be the goal right from the get, whether you use social media managers or whether you handle it yourself, but you need to become um, thoroughly immersed in um, sales knowledge and of course knowledge of your customers so that you can craft the conversation such that you're speaking to the right people who have a need for what it is that you uh, sell or what it is that you produce but that they can also afford to um, pay for it so you can't really compel anyone to pay but if you structure the conversation right and if you're speaking to the right person then of course the end the outcome that we're looking for is that they pay eventually and that they become a happy customer. Now, how do you uh, ensure that you're speaking to someone who has the potential to pay? That is achieved by using what we call, uh, in traditional sales circles, by using what we call qualification um, frameworks or qualification questions. For those of you who are long-time listeners of the podcast, you're already familiar with a number of frameworks that I've spoken about. But for those of you who are listening for the first time today, let me just go over it and give a quick theory without um, looking into any specific framework in detail. So the goal of qualification is to answer a couple of questions. I mean, for you to get the answer to a couple of questions. Who am I speaking with? What are they about? What problem do they have? What vision are they trying to achieve? 
what are our expectations around um, money and uh, let's see what are the expectations around uh, deliverables you know those sorts of questions basically the sort of questions that the sorts of questions that you need to know as a photographer or an event planner or whatever business you're involved in before you can give a reliable quote because some of you are of the habit of just throwing over a uh, price sheet when someone reaches out to say uh, how much or are you available and in fact if you're using a social media manager without any uh, sales uh, training or without any understanding of the sales function most likely that is is what it is that you're going to resort to someone reaches out to say how much are you available and then the social media will just send back um, here's our um, price list in fact those of you long-term listeners of the podcast will remember that i mentioned the experience about my wife who reached out to a uh, fashion designer they discussed a few ideas and then when the issue of money came up uh, the lady just sent back a seven-page uh, PDF uh, document to my wife with different options um, about payment. And anyway, it was just a complicated um, thing. Well, actually, what should have happened was that the social, the sorry, the fashion um, designer, after having spoken to my wife and gotten a sense of what it is that she wanted, should have uh, been able to give um, a tailor-made quote since she had all the information that she needed or um, an option or some options of quotes so that my wife would be able to pick from rather than sending over a five-page um, price uh, template. So, um, where was I? Okay, I got off track. Okay, qualification. Yes, so that's how you make sure that you're speaking to someone who can um, indeed pay. So, some of the questions that uh, you can use to find out whether you guys are in the um, ballpark are some questions I've given in the past, like how much have you allocated for or how much have you budgeted for? Now, some people find this approach too sneaky, um, especially since the average uh, client is not going to want to reveal whatever it is that he or she has allocated anyway, because they feel like if they say I've allocated 1.5, you will want to charge them uh, up to that maximum um, 1.5 and nobody wants to be overcharged. So there are other ways of going about it um, if you're not comfortable with the what have you allocated. Another way is to uh, make a presentation directly to say, okay, Mr. Customer, okay. Um, First of all, you have to give a recap before you go into these sorts of things. So you give a recap. Okay, so Mr. Customer, if I understand correctly, okay, let's stick to the wedding scenario. If I understand correctly, you're getting married on the 1st of January. Uh, You want... Um, okay, let's say you are a wedding planner. Okay, let's use a wedding planner now. So you're getting married on the 1st of January, uh, if I understand correctly, it's going to be at Soso Swanso Hall. We're looking at 1,500 guests and you want my services to cover 1, 2, 3, 4. You don't want it to cover 5 and 6, but you want it to cover 7 and 8. Uh, are we, um, does that sound about right? The client is going to say, yes, that sounds about right. And then you move on to the next thing. But if they say, uh, no, we've missed something, then you have to go back and make sure that you run the qualification uh, process all over again to be sure that you've asked the right questions, to be sure that you understand what it is that they're aiming for so that you can give a proper quote. Then when you're done with that, you can start off by saying that um, usually, uh, you can start off by saying, uh, my happiest clients usually pay x y z when we're looking at this sort of scenario how does that sound to you so that is a direct question that prompts an immediate response to which they're going to say x y z are you crazy 
that is expensive. Now, if they say that, I already have podcast episodes where um, how you should deal with those sorts of things, you know, when people um, uh, are incredulous or try to give you a low ball um, offer. Well, let's just assume for this purpose that that is not what they say and that they say, uh, well, it's, it sounds about right, but it's a little higher than what it is that I had in mind. Now, the good thing is with this kind of response, you now have more information to push the conversation um, forward. Now, I'm not going to take this scenario and run it to its um, logical conclusion because it's too much guessing here and there. And besides, if you happen to be at any of the um, in, in, uh, in-person in sessions that um, I handle with different outfits here in Abuja, then if you have a specific question, it's something that we can um, run through so that you can see, so we can map out the decision tree and then you see how uh, the different options that are available and how the conversations um, might go. But the bottom line, what I'm trying to put out here is that you cannot force anybody to pay. The best that you can do is ask questions to get all the information that you need to issue a reliable quote and then ask questions to be sure that you guys are in the same ballpark because if you're not in the same ballpark, you can't make progress. There's nothing that you can do to make a 150k person pay 500k. If what they're used to do, if what they're used to is to pay 100k for your product or your service, then and uh, for you, your uh, minimum order is you know 500k or 600k. That's a tall order. So you want to find out early on in the transaction who you're dealing with, what money expectations are, so you know whether you can push uh, the process forward. Because if they're 150k person, but for you minimum orders are 200, then it's doable. You can. Sell on value and stretch it is doable, but to move from 150 to 600, you know, that's quite a stretch. So you need to know from the beginning, is there hope or if there's no hope? And so you can move along and speak to another potential customer who is going to be um, worth your while. So that should be the goal of the whole uh, process. It's all about qualifying, 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 or rather qualification, qualification, qualification. Who am I talking to? What problems do they have? What problems do they want to be solved? What vision are they trying to work towards? It's it something that I can fulfill because there are times when somebody comes and meets you, like in my own case, with my wedding photography practice. If it turns out that they want the highly advanced Photoshop stuff, that's not what I can do. So regardless of whether we are on the same page when it comes to money or not, the best that I can do is to be upfront with them and tell them that, um, you know, I don't, I don't work that way. It's not my specialty, but I can refer you to ABC or XYZ, who has a skill set that is much more um, suited to what it is that you want. Now, some people, when they do that, they pass it along and they want a percentage, a referral fee or a cut. You know, I'm going to leave that um, up to you to do the business the best way that you can. But qualification is a big deal in pushing the conversation forward and trying to get people um, to pay at the end of the day. And that's one of the reasons why qualification frameworks are something that we keep on discussing ad nauseum on the podcast. And you're still going to hear more about it as we record um, future episodes. So, yeah, your social media manager does not have the power to make anybody pay. And neither do you. So just do second best, which is make sure that we have the right money expectations in the first place. And then we can move things along. And if you had listened to the last episode and you're listening to this, thank you for hanging around so far. But I hope this also makes you uh, make you appreciate the difficulties that I've been talking about, um, about trying to set the right expectations. You know, social media managers are trained in different things. 
uh, how to create um, engaging uh, copy, engaging content, uh, boosting, sharing, um, promotion, uh, getting people to like, to comment, to share. And it's not quite the same skill set as moving the conversation forward when somebody calls up to say how much is XYZ or someone sends you a DM to say, are you available on uh, December 31st? So it's a different uh, skill set. And so if you want somebody to manage your social media and you're looking at sales as the end result, you're actually better off, well, speaking to a sales consultant like me, so we can craft up something to uh, train the people that you already have, um, they already have uh, working for you or you look for someone who has um, skills in business development because business development people are much more rounded and so they're going to have all these uh, skills. How do you get people top of the funnel um, looking at you, uh, Instagram, Twitter, um, however it is that you choose to promote yourself, website and social media, and then when people email, call or DM, how do you move the conversation uh, forward uh, so that the people uh, pay? Yeah, so that is more of a sales rep or a business uh, development function. So if that's what you have in mind, then don't be looking for social media managers, but rather keep your eyes out for uh, sales reps and business development uh, people. Although in Nigeria, we just generally call them marketers. So I guess if you see anyone on Instagram or you run to someone who says, uh, I'm a marketer, I guess you can start the conversation and then try to figure out that, okay, when this person says marketing, what does he mean exactly? Does it tally with what I want when I say I need a marketer? And then you take the conversation from there. So qualification, qualification, qualification. You can't force them to pay. Just make sure that... Um, at best, you guys have the same monetary expectations, you know, expectations around uh, money and value as well as um, everything else. So thank you very much for listening to the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast. I'm your host, Abuja-based sales consultant and event media professional, Tavishima Ayede. Thanks for your time and attention. I'll catch you guys at the next recording.